Right, ready? You got ice. Yeah. Right, put I'm that drinking down. a Disarano. <laughs> a Disarano. Love it, mate. I don't think I've had one of them. Yeah. I've just had a um a Krabby's black cherry. That was nice. Nice out there. Can't mm. get drunk on it though, can you? Well, I'm not worried about getting drunk. I've got a podcast to record. <laughs> gonna get smashed. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with our host Ant, that's me, and I'm with Dave. Hi. And we're going to be talking this week about what we've been playing, which includes the new Uncharted game, and a little bit of news that came out. Uh, we'll start with EA's announcement of Battlefield 1, which uh based on World War 1, and I don't really know what to feel about this one, Dave. <laughs> the trailer looked beautiful. I just watched it, and it is a very beautiful trailer. Looks brutal and gruesome, which of course World War One was. Yeah. Um, no gameplay footage, and there was and, a bit. There was bits. There was bits. Was there? Yeah, the mustard gas is definitely in game. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can I tell think I've said it's all running in game, but it's, it's a case of like Battlefront, the first Battlefront trailer where some of it looked, um, you know, a bit too good. And so it's probably PC footage, but you know, it's done in that cinematic environment. Like, do you remember the original God of War trailer for free? God of War 3. Mm. And he's like, oh my god, how good does that look? But it was all, you know, taken, edited it through different cinematic, tra- you know, cameras and stuff to make it look better. Yeah. But I do think it's probably mainly in game engine. I think it looks fantastic, to be honest. I mean, the trailer, the music in the trailer was dog shit. <laughs> It should have been orchestral because that would have been special. Because don't get me wrong, I know they have to sell games and they, you know, and war cells and killing cells. But I don't quite like the fact that you shouldn't glamorize the real wars too much, especially World War One, where a lot of men, you know, had well, a lot of people lost their lives and stuff. I know I don't want to sound too morbid, but yeah, I don't agree with like the. Um, you know, the tune the tune the chose, but the actual game I think looks brilliant. What is the tune they chose? Because it's a remake of an old Yeah, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I remember it, like when I first watched the trailer, I was like, mm, mm. that's not working for me and a lot of people agreed. But you know, ignore that and it is a really good trailer. And it's, you know, the other thing is it's like EA and Dice have listened to what people have been asking for. So hats off to them. People have been for years now they've been saying to Infinity not Infinity Ward, Call of Duty Activision. We want to go back to World War One. Want to go back to World War Two? We're sick of the sci-fi. We're sick of modern-day warfare. You know, and that's I'll been start... ramping up a lot, isn't it? That it's been getting yeah. more and more high-tech, more and more like yeah. space-aged, and this is going right back. Yeah, and it hasn't really worked because of the way they've gone with it. I mean, especially like the last couple of Call of Duties. I mean, a lot of people say they're great online, but the actual, I don't. They didn't grab me at all. The Infinity War, you know, Infinity War, whatever, Infinite War trailer. For the new one, um, it was all right, but again, it, it didn't. I like sci-fi, but if you're going to be sci-fi, go full sci-fi. Don't try and oh god, how do you um, explain it? Don't try and make it here now, and just make you know like oh, these planes they hover, yeah, and <laughs> these weapons can do. You know, I don't really like that kind of that style of sci-fi. What, I don't quite get what you're saying. You're saying it like they're trying to make it as appear as if it's almost possible. It's kind of like it's still on Earth, 
and like they're, they're stuff like they're like the soldiers look normal, but then the enemy soldiers have all got these like armored suits, and they look like you know the guy out of um, Vanquish. Oh yeah. And yeah. then the planes come down, and they jump in a plane, and they just shoot up to the sky, and they're in space, and then they're having um, dog fights in space, and he's like, it to me it doesn't work. Mm. It might for others, but it does, you know, if that was Star Wars, it would because you would be in a sci-fi setting on a planet, then flying into space like No Man's Sky, for instance, that would work. Mm. But um, it, I don't know for some reason it doesn't work. It doesn't gel it's for not me. What it, you're like, expecting from that game series is it? Yeah, I mean, space battles. Most exciting thing about the Call of Duty announcement was the fact that Call of Duty Modern Warfare is going to be in the Legacy Edition remastered and yeah. it's rebuilt from scratch. So. You said recently if they made that, you'd get it. But right at the moment, it's locked into. Yeah, I won't be buying it at seventy pounds now no. because I'm not interested in Infinite War, Warfare, mm. or whatever it's called. So, to me, I would be paying seventy pounds for a Modern Warfare, and you know for a fact there's ten maps included for Modern Warfare. They're going to tie the extra maps into the season pass, which is thirty five, forty pounds. So no, so I'll hang back a year, and then they say they won't, but they will release it in a year's time. Yeah, of course they will. Or, or six months next summer, whenever you know they want to make a few more quid, they'll just announce it. Yeah, we're only releasing the stuff, the campaign through PSN. That's fine. I'll buy that. Yeah. Priced fairly. But uh, yeah, and um, the other trailer, I think you just watched it, didn't you? Titanfall. You can't tell anything from that trailer, but no, it's a teaser, isn't it? Yeah, the first game never ever grabbed me at all. I thought one, the first game looked really good. I was pretty jealous. It was on. Xbox One, not PlayStation Four. I think EA messed up big time making that an exclusive because they they could have had a huge fan base because at the time there was barely anything, wasn't there? It was quite bare bones. PS Four, X One. Well, at the time they were very good business relationship with EA and yeah, and but then only only because Microsoft was the dominant console, and now that they're not, it's they're kind of like not as pally. No, EA kind of backed the wrong horse, didn't they? They thought yeah. Microsoft would take the dominance from the last gen because they'd eaten so much into Sony's um, market share, but it kind of backfired big time with the TV, 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 Connect TV, Connect TV. TV. <laughs> and, um, Looking back now, I'm not sure how that message was... was. I don't know, man. I mean, it sounds like that would still be a console that appealed to a lot of people. It was the fact that when they announced it, it was the way they were saying it was going to integrate with games, and they pushed Connect hard. And Sony saw people's reaction. Oh, I kind forgot of, about Connect. And Sony basically dumped the camera, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it was never announced with camera, but they. Yeah, but when we they saw the what. reaction. They saw like, right, let's um, put this as an optional extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. and um, it just. But EA, I mean, Microsoft had EA on board. EA made the games that. That sell. Yeah, I mean, they even had that um, um, exclusive deal on FIFA, didn't they, for foot? Yeah. They get the legendary players only on Microsoft console, but it didn't make a big big impression. Didn't make a big impression. It just shows you've got to sell it to the hardcore, and then the hardcore will sell it to their mates, their casuals. We hate saying that word, but yeah. The majority, that's what we should call it, the majority. Yeah. Yeah, um... And the other interesting fact about this is that those three games are all going to be released within like four to six weeks of each other. Oh, three games: Battlefield One, Titanfall Two, and yeah, because I think um, Battlefield's coming out in October, and I think end of October or first week in November, 
um, Call of Duty is coming out, is it mid-November? And then Titan 4 is coming out um, within the first week or two of December. That's so no matter how much you, even if you play both those games, I'd still say that's a bit of a push to own two out of three, never mind all three. You're not going to have enough time to own all three and be good at all three. And, you know, no, not unless you just play mm. games for a living. <laughs> it's interesting because the Battlefield 1... I think that's going to do the best. Well, no, it won't do... Actually, I no, think Battlefield no. 1, I, I'll go out on a limb now and I'll say, I think Battlefield 1 is going to annihilate those two in the cells. Do you? I really, yeah, have you seen it's the most liked YouTube video game trailer ever on YouTube? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's Call of Duty Infinite, Infinite Warfare is the most disliked trailer ever in the history of video games or ever on YouTube. It's one or the other or both. Um, but that was a bit of a campaign because people were saying they didn't like it so everyone was getting everyone to vote dislike on it yeah they're weird aren't they yeah fans <laughs> but to be fair I do I do like and dislike trailers when I watch them on Facebook on um, YouTube and I did dislike that trailer because I didn't think it not because I thought the game was bad because I thought the trailer looked bad not because you're a hater yeah the trailer no no the trailer just didn't sell the game to me so what am I meant to do you know ignore it like it dislike it dislike it if it, doesn't, um, if it doesn't move you, just don't press anything. Well, I just didn't like it because I really like Infinity Ward, and you know, but seemed to have gone astray recently. And then Battlefield One, I just thought—I mean, I, I know that you're a bit. Well, it's, just, it's just the genre, that shooter genre, is just kind of doesn't do anything for no, me. No, yeah, anymore. yeah. But I, I always think back to when we did play Battlefield Two, Battlefield Bad Company Two. Was it together or three? No, I didn't ever play Battlefields. Oh, we did. We did play it a little bit. You did, but I a played it a lot with Ant. A tiny bit. Rolsh. But um, I really, really enjoyed that. And uh, I just... The, the fact that they're going back to Battlefield 1, they're, they're halfway there with me to get me to purchase in that game now. The shooters I really got into multiplayer were Delta Force on PC, mm-hmm. um, GoldenEye on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. That was brilliant. And um, Killzone 2 on PlayStation 2. Yeah, oh God, we hammered that, didn't we? We loved that. That was where we properly met, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that probably was. But, um, playing that online, then playing Uncharted 2. Yeah, I haven't started the uh, multiplayer on the new one yet, but... No, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think I think when it comes... I think Titanfall is going to be the loser out of those three. Not saying it won't be enough for EA's yeah, class as a success... But I think, you know, if you're going first, second, third, it's going to be tight full third, Call of Duty second. Maybe it could inch first because of the Modern Warfare remaster, but, and obviously Battlefield 1 first. And I think Battlefield 1 first by a long margin, I think it's going to sell so well. Hmm. They've announced the new Star Wars one, haven't they, as well? Not for 2017, that one. Apparently the new the Star Wars Battlefront has sold 13 or 14 million units. And EA have said it's a million ahead of what we originally planned. That's, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised that it sold so well, because I expected it to sell well, but I didn't expect it to sell like 13, 14 million units well. I mean, that's... Is it on PlayStation 3 in that generation as well? No, it's only on PS4, PC, and Xbox. I mean, that's, 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 that's very good. Yeah, though. I mean... Flipping heck. You know, when you we talk about the biggest selling games ever, like GTA is like 30 million, isn't it? Battlefront, which is an online only game with probably nowhere near as much content as something like GTA has sold, probably half the amount of units of that. Yeah. 
That's impressive, isn't it, really? It is. Well, is probably way more ahead of them, 30 now, but... Did you get that in the end? What? Battlefront. No, I didn't, because, um, this, because a lot of people told me that to get the most out of it, you needed the season pass, and I wasn't paying, like, mm. £60 to £80 for the game with the season pass. Yeah, those season passes now, especially on where the heavy element is on multiplayer, yeah. you kind of need that season pass, which makes a game... Yeah. Like, 80 quid almost. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem right to me, that, no, that, that cost. I suppose, though, when you look at it in terms of the hours you potentially could get out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you can get a lot of money out of it. I just think they should do what Drive Club devs did and show you what their plan is for the season pass instead of announcing it, and then they don't even tell you what you're going to get in it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So, but, yeah. I'm, I am excited for... Battlefield. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Titanfall, but if it's got the AI enemies running about the online multiplayer like they did in the last game, then it's just a no for me, because I don't like that kind of thing. What, what game did that? Titanfall 1? Titanfall, yeah. You'd have, like, say, 8v8 humans, and then you'd have a load of AI on your team and the opposition running around, so you could, like, get enough points to get your Titanfalls down and, you know, still get kills if you was a noob. That's weird. Yeah, because Grosh told me he ruined it for him, and he, he said that he plays brilliant, but that ruined it for him. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Cool. Okay, let's have a little talk about uh, a little bit more EA news. EA came out with a ambiguous statement. Uh, we would develop games for Nintendo NX if it makes sense. That's what they said. Now, they're a company, obviously, so basically the sense means if we're going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> If they're going to make money. Which is obvious, you know. It's fair enough. They're a company. They're a business. They want to make monies. And uh, but they can't do what they did last time and just port old versions of FIFA over and then moan when they don't sell. <laughs> yeah, there is much to blame for that as Nintendo. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know and we never will know how well Nintendo are to get on with as a third party. I've heard they're very difficult. Publisher, I mean, they, they completely, from, I read a, a piece a couple of years back and he said it could be ages to get a response this one developer did from your emails because of the language barrier and the fact that, that you know, you would ha- you would sometimes have to send emails in Japanese because, or they would have to get in touch with a translator to then translate your email and then get you a response and he says and sometimes it come back and it wouldn't make no sense because lost in translation and... Mm. And, you know, I just think it's like Nintendo really didn't need to take a lead fair to Sony's approach with this and, you know, kind they, of they em- embrace it. the Western side, like, of gaming because, you know, so I think Sony saw it coming. Maybe Sony didn't see it coming and they just looked out that the Japanese market is kind of video game market. is is It's not dying, but it is fading away. It's not what it once was. And that's why I think we don't get all these wacky Japanese games coming over anymore that people used to love because look at Konami. They announced the profits of a day. Since they've gone mobile only, mm. they've made more money than they ever have before. <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? And a bit yeah. sad. And it's sad, but that's, you know, you know, people moaning that about them. But in the end, they don't give a crap what some keyboard warrior says on the internet because their shareholders are laughing now. Mm. They've made the right decision. A fair play to them. Well, they've made the right decision for for them. At the moment, yeah. It's, it is 
It's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, in that that situation, because it's it's not what we want. We want the big game. We want more Metal Gear. We want more money spent on the soccer game, the football game. Last year, I do. I really I, do think this will be their last year, Pez. Yeah, it could be. I really do. I'm. I'm. Not, I don't care what they do. I'm not going to buy it. every the last few years. You know how bad I've you know rallied for them, mm-hmm. supported them, bought the games, and every year they've let me down somewhere or another. And just they're not getting my money this year. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're your Nintendo from what's what Nintendo had to me. Blind faith. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I've been reminded if I'm going to get FIFA this year if I get one because my lad wants a football game, so it'll be FIFA. And you know I might dip in in there to be when I fancy a game. Yeah, well, if your lad wants it, he'll be more interested in FIFA. Yeah, because it's it's the license. It's, yeah, it's the license game. It Basically, looks, it looks yeah. like it looks like match today. Yeah, but yeah, um, going back to EA, obviously, um, it's just not a great first sign, is it? When a big publisher like EA comes out and says something like that. No, about the Nintendo NX. No, that's not, not a, a like a knock on the console because it could be more powerful. Might not be. It could be the same as Neo, Xbox One Point Five, whatever they're calling these new systems. They're official yet. They're not official yet. Are they? Not official yet, but apparently free. But the, it doesn't need to be because if Sony says, "Yeah, our game, your games have got to run on the PS4 and the PS4 Neo," then Nintendo just need to be as powerful as the PS4. Yeah. And that will have all the games that PS4 has. Yes. There's going to be no exclusivity to Neo. So, um, you know, they just need to match that. I think and they will as well. I think they're going to be as powerful, if not more powerful. I'm still interested to see what it, what it is, because I still think they're going to do something stupid, or not stupid, <laughs> no, probably an innovate. <laughs> you do mean stupid, don't you, Dave? Yeah, basically <laughs> they need to just stop making... Crazy controllers, and just give us a standard pad. Even if it's just what you got with the Wii U, the M Pro controller, just use that as your normal pad for your next system. No, it's not good enough. Isn't it a good pad? It look good. It's comfy, but it's not got spring-mounted um, triggers. Oh yeah, but the, obviously. But what I mean is, looks-wise, it looks a comfortable pad. Oh yeah, it's nice to hold. So bring that across, and then add the stuff in that is now you know like comes default with consoles like. Your analog sticks, obviously. Your um, analog triggers for racing games, etc. Mm. You know, um, obviously, what Sony and Microsoft have in- incorporated this generation with the um, share button, those kind of features. Yeah, and I think they're going to. I think now they've bought this or made massive investment in that um, mobile app, mobile developing team, and they've put out their mm. own mobile games and they've announced them. If they're bigger titles for mobile, sensible ones too that work well with just a touch screen. Yeah. I think I think they're getting it. I do. I really think they're twigging it. I don't know how this is going to work with third parties because I, I don't know if they're going to be willing to... So they're going to make a lot of money at the mobile side, but as a gamer, I don't care. No, but I just mean, I mean, it's a promising sign for like yeah. connectivity and... Uh, embracing big Western things like Twitter and YouTube and all that sort of stuff that Sony have, I think it's yeah. I think it's so important. I don't think you can I don't think it can be understated how important it is for them to nail that because it's about sharing, it's about putting it out there. It's free advertising for them. 
Yeah. I mean, look yeah. at us. We're sat here recording the thing. Yeah. Just chatting about games. And it, it's free advertising if they get it right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, we have this conversation a lot. And, you know, I give myself a headache thinking about Nintendo, to be honest, because. You can't second guess them, can you? It's impossible. No, no. No. We'll see what they do, but. I just think first signs that's that's not great when EA come out and say we will make games if it makes sense. It's, it's not a great sign. The most worrying thing about that is it's less than a year until Nintendo put this out, unless it slips again. This console. Yeah, and the other thing. You, go on, sorry. Go on. Oh. You you would hope that EA have got some dev kits by now. Yeah, less than the, a year away. This is what I can't understand is them saying E3 is all about Zelda. That makes no sense. Your system comes out in March. Your games should be at least be ready in some playable form for that launch system. They must have three or four first party launch titles ready for that system. So why at the E3 aren't they coming out on stage and just blowing Microsoft and Sony away with these launch trailers? Not blowing them away, but just saying, look, we're here. Don't forget about us. This is coming out shortly after Christmas. You know what I mean? I don't, honestly, when do they show I, these trailers? When's the first time they launch them? I was really excited for Nintendo's E3 because I thought for sure they're going to show off this uh, the new console. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I think it, they don't need to show it off here. They've got to get them out. They've got to... I don't know, think they've got to show it off at E3, but... but, but it's June, E3 is. July, August, September, October, November, December. That's six months, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's out in March. So nine months, essentially, till the system launches. And what do we, what have we seen on it, except for the fact we know Zelda's going to be on it? Absolutely it's nothing. Be, you know what I mean? But they've got, they got to time it right. and It could get solid up and lost as an announcement here. If they do it on their... Wherever they could do it. I don't think it. it would, because... Look at Sony last year at E3. They stole it with trailers about games that will be coming in two, three years. And everyone went mad. Maybe but, Nintendo but was on that stage where they're the director and says, look, next March, this is coming. We've got these three launch games. And then they could say, and also, Call of Duty is going to be able to launch Mass Effect Battlefield 1. Oh, and we're getting GTA 5 ported as well. You know, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And people would be like, bloody hell. And they would remember. But to me, not even having a presence there and saying, look, this, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, but this is what I mean. Like, you know, like you're saying, you're saying, yeah, I kind of understand it, but I'm a gamer as well, and I'm saying I don't understand it. I just think if if E3 goes the way we think it's going to go with the other two companies, where they're both going to show off a new console, Sony are going to really go hard on VR, which is a new and exciting. I know you don't get it, but people are hyped for it. Well, if Nintendo just show off a new console and the, the, everyone's already down on them, yeah, then no one's going to pay much attention. I don't think. Well, but, I read, so I read if, a if, if they if they come out and yeah. it's just them talking, there's no other big announcements going on at the time. They can own it, and it'll be the big news story of that you day. Know, that's what I don't get. Like, why can't they still announce it because VR is being announced? Because they could, they could because, steal because, the wind from the, it's Sony sales. Well, they could, but they could. But also, though, it will. I'm sure they will speak about it and announce it before the launch of the VR, and maybe put a few people who can't afford both just to hold the cash for the, that, maybe. But I think 
going up against all those at the same time, having all that news coverage scattered around, they might get a bit lost in that. Mm. And they really need to own it and take some I don't know, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, think, I don't and, think and, and, like, and, but and, I, I think they could steal it with the system announcement because Sony somehow managed to steal it last year with three announcements. And I just think if Nintendo was to <laughs> announce theirs, what they could do, because everyone would kind of forget about Sony just announcing a few a few more titles and, yeah, oh, here's our revised Neo hardware, which we've known about for a month or so now, and we've also known about Morpheus, you know what I mean? Nintendo could step in and go, this is our system, this is what we've got, it's going to be the same pair, if not a bit more, and, you know, we'll see. But there was a rumour, I was going to say, I read today on Twitter that... Um, they reckon Nintendo are just playing it clever and um, Sony and Nintendo will both announce revised hardware and new hardware. How true that is, I don't know. Sony and Microsoft. Nintendo. Nintendo. That's the rumour that Sony will show off the PlayStation Neo in conjunction with VR and, Mo- and Nintendo will play. are going to play a slow one and, and announce the NX. Don't know how true that is, obviously. I don't think they will. Oh, I don't think they will. They're pretty true to their word when they say they're not yeah. going to do something. Um, but I think they are I showing off the next game. Up the sleeve. They've got to have someone took the sleeve Microsoft have because if they just turn up showing games and <laughs> don't even mention revised hardware, then it just... <sighs> I don't know what Microsoft can do. I really don't. There's a rumour as well that's going around that Microsoft will release a new system next year something like two, three times more powerful than the PS4 and Xbox One. Don't know how true that is. But it will be fully backwards compatible with all Xbox One and 360 games and, you know, like, improved games. But I don't see that happening because I don't see people just dropping their Xbox One and PS4s now. No, that's that would be weird if they did that, to be honest. Yeah, I think they would lose more market share, if anything. People would be like, nah. Even with the backwards compatibility, people would be like, more grading now. Mm. No, they'd need. They still need a killer game to make you do that. Yeah. And you know, you know, damn straight, they're not going to get anyone like Rockstar or anyone to um, make any huge generational leaps on, say, Red Dead Two or GTA Six or whatever they're currently working on. It's just not going to happen. They not, need Rockstar. They need, aren't stupid. They need to do. Basically, they've done what Sony did, and they've got a bit too big for their boots, and they've been knocked down. Yeah. They need to now do what Sony also did, and knuckle down and put out some bloody good games. Well, they have released a lot of good games this year, Microsoft. I mean, to this generation, but at the same time, it does feel like a lot of the more of the same like now. Like they started off with a lot of good games, you know, varied games like with Sunset. I'm not saying Royce is a good game, but now then back to that Halo Gears. Forza. Mm. Um, I know they've got Scalebound coming, but personally, I mean, I lo- you know we both like Platinum a lot, but I think Scalebound looks awful. Um, I, I don't know if I do like Platinum, you know. Really? No, you love Vanquish and Bayonetta, don't you? Well, this is the thing. The more they put out, the the less I like them as a whole. I like a lot of their games. It's, and some of them I love. They, are, they seem to be turning into a bit of a um, whole industry whores at the moment, now they? Mm. I mean, Transformers like... was really good and Turtles looks really good, but it kind of feels like they're not 
they're just making stuff to stay stay open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't like hear that it's a platinum game and get instantly excited. Yeah, I'm more like, okay, let, let's have a look. I quite like some of their stuff. Yeah, but the the game I loved the most of theirs was Vanquish, and that's that's going back a few years now. Yeah, bloody half a year. That's going to be a bit six years old, isn't it? Yeah, bloody love Vanquish. Yeah, it was a good game. If they uh, re- if they remaster that, it, yeah, I'm saying the same thing. Do a remaster, but I remember when that came out, and I thought, I don't know if I'm going to like this a lot. But they had a really cool limited edition with the figurine. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, that is that is really nice. The, the character looks really cool, very Japanese, very future, very. I loved it, but I thought, I don't want it if I'm not going to like the game. Yeah. And I wasn't 100 percent on the game. I just sort of thought if Sega decided to remaster Bayonetta and Vanquish. You know, <laughs> as a package, as a double deal, like Heavy yeah. Rain and Beyond. God, that would be so good. Mm, I'd buy that. There's rumours Sega might be yeah, and remaster, looking in, investigating it to remaster Shenmue 1 and 2 now. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, so they would be stupid not to cash in on that before Shenmue 3 releases, wouldn't they? Well, that game's so far away, they should they should release them like one a year anyway, just in the build-up to it. Isn't it 2017? Yeah, see, I thought it was longer, further away than that. It's like... Beginning stages, wouldn't it, when they announced it last no, I think year? It's 2017, the actual release year. Oh, they need to get on that quickly and then Shenmue games. Yeah, well. But, like, I mean, I stand by my original statements on Shenmue in that they are overrated pish. I've, I've only played the first one and I didn't play it for that long. Um, it just, my, basically, I, I just wasn't that into the Dreamcast. It's had some good games. I think people overrate it hugely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't even think what was on because we went on a massive tangent. <laughs> you have got a massive tangent, haven't we? Let's, um, it was EA and they did a statement on Nintendo, yeah. uh, which I think we pretty much tied up. Let's get back to... Um, let's talk about what, what we've been playing. Um, let's keep back. Yeah, we'll keep back that to the end. Um, you finished Ratchet & Clank. Yeah. What's your final thought on that? Yeah, it was um, good. Um, you know, marking it, I'd say three out of five, eight out of ten. You know, between seven and eight, looks really nice throughout. Um, there is probably, I think it's ten to twelve different planets to visit. You know, um, space stations, but they're all very. Maybe one or two are quite big. But the majority of them are quite small, and you know, they're not that long. But um, towards the end, I kind of, I think maybe it was the break, I don't know, but it, I did not get bored, but I, it did feel a bit repetitive towards the end. Um, the last boss, kind of, I didn't enjoy the last boss at all. I can't remember if it was the same as the PS2 version, but I didn't enjoy the last boss on this at all. Mm. It was a bit, you know, can't explain it, I just didn't enjoy it. Um But yeah, it's a good game, and, I, you know, it's hard, I don't want to say it's harsh, because it came out as such a Decent price that it would be rude <laughs> to knock it because I think it came out like 25, 30 pounds tops, and you know, it's a lot longer than most games out there. It looks great, plays really well, um, and there is replayability there, to be fair. You just said I'd... you're going to play it again, didn't you? Say again? You said you were going to play it again. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go back through on challenge mode um, and um, try and get the platinum, but if I don't get it, then that'll be it for me. The second playthrough will definitely be it. Mm. But yeah, I am fully enjoyed it. Good game. Cool. You've tried um, Switch Galaxy Ultra as well, and tabletop yeah. races. 
quite addictive. Yeah. Alex Shortra. Um, what, what are you actually doing there? Because I couldn't figure it out. From the you're kind of like a ship like Wipeout, but you have lanes like Guitar Hero, and you just switch between lanes, basically, to get to the city at the end of the track. And as you go in, you avoid the coloured gates, and then you can get these gate keys, which are certain colours, but so if you get the blue key, you can only pass through three blue gates. Right. So you can you basically the barriers which are blocking you out. Once you get the right key, you can just drive through them. But obviously that's only three. So then if you go for a fourth, it just slows you down, and that affects your time, and you lose credits. Mm. You don't die. You always finish a stage, as far as I can tell. Mm. But you just lose out, and then um, Do you have to hit a certain time to progress to the next level. No, no, no. Just you. I think you have to just keep uh, um, halfway through each stage. You go through this like wormhole kind of thing, and you can collect these ten little blue orbs. And you've got to try aim the ship at them to get all ten, but like you need to keep collecting them a bit like a free to play game. And to unlock the later levels, you need to make sure you've got enough of these. I can't think of the name of them. These orbs, and if you haven't, then you've got to go back mm. and repeat levels. But after you've collected them, if you hit a gate, you lose an orb. Mm. And obviously, you want to try and beat your fastest time, so you're trying to speed up as well. But at the same time, trying to dodge your gates. But I, I, I really like it. It's a good game. A lot better than I thought it would be. Hmm. And tell us what races you briefly tried. Any good? Yeah, well, I love that on the Vita, and it's it's, um, it's better on the PS4. It looks really nice. Hmm. Um, it's it is quite not not you know like obviously nowhere near a sim, but it is quite. Um, you do have to hold hold smooth, not nice lines and smooth lines, and it otherwise you lose a lot of speed. You can't just like slam into each corner, holding right or left, because you just lose loads of pace. Yeah. But um, that's a good game as well, yeah. Well, I tried um, Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge. It's popped up on the Wii U for free. I bloody love it. It's really good. Yeah. It's, um, have you ever played any of those DS games where you're like Mini Mario and Donkey Kong, like a little wind-up Mario toy? No, I know what you're on about, though. Yeah, it looks a bit like Lemons. He's non-stop moving, and you've got to yeah. like, guide him to the end. It's, it's that, but with lots of different characters with the amiibo ones. Yeah. And you can play with any amiibo if it's not one of the amiibos that you can pack with. It gives you like a little generic character. I haven't tried yeah. that because I've got all the amiibos that you need. Mm-hmm. But then you can play with specific amiibos uh, from the Mario universe. It's like Mario, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Luigi, Toad, Peach and um, Rosalina. Mm-hmm. And um they've all got their own special ability and so you can go from one level played with a certain character to access a separate door and you'll go in to a whole host of levels based on that one character, character where yeah. you where their special abilities come into their own and they get levels designed around that with extra bits in there as well like mm-hmm. uh, one I just played was Peach and there are bits of there are balloons within their map which um, you don't appear in any other game, any any other maps, just on her yeah. levels. And it's really good. It's a proper puzzle game where you just your character's non-stop. You can't stop looking. You gotta you gotta keep it going. Yeah. Get to the door. Collect. Uh, you get there's two things to collect in each level, and then hit the door, and you get a time limit. It's really good. I love it. I need to buy Diddy Kong, the uh, amiibo, to play all the. Don't need to. <laughs> it's the one I haven't got. That um, I haven't finished playing with the other ones. But yeah, it's really good. And when you finished everything, there's like a. Remember at the end of Super Mario Bros., there was that star map with all the really tricky levels. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of them. I've only, yeah. yeah, I've only unlocked one uh, level in that at the moment. But there's gonna, I'm going to unlock them all. Because it's not that difficult. There are some levels where it's like, what the hell am I going to be doing here? And you, <laughs> you figure it out as it goes along. Yeah. It makes sense as you're playing. It's hard to think about it on the way before you start, but once you're in, you kind of figure it out. Which is really good. I love mm. it. So that's free as well. If you've got an amiibo, give it a go. Not free. Oh, it's not free. <laughs> if you, you need an amiibo, you need to spend some money to play it. Yeah, and it's and the the levels uh, you can access with uh, an amiibo that's not part of the Mario universe. Amiibos they're pretty basic. You need to get the most out of it. You need one of the Mario amiibos. It's quality though. It's really, really good fun. At all. It's really good fun. Well, it feels free to me because I because yeah, I already own all the amiibos. Yeah, but if you saw it and thought, "Oh, I just want to play that," and you had to go and buy all the amiibos, you'd be looking yeah. at a very, very expensive game. Mm. But yeah, it's free. <laughs> free to um, play. Yeah, yeah, free to play. But apart from that, I've been playing obviously more Mad Max. I still love it, and it's kind of. Um, kind of spoiled Uncharted for me a little bit what? yeah a little bit because when I started Uncharted and I got into my first fist fight it was it was poor the fist fight yeah, was I poor yeah I think the combat the hand-to-hand combat on Uncharted poor man even yeah. on 4 I think it's really poor I mean I, it never really bothered me in 1, 2 and 3 no it's always bothered me always it? yeah I've always felt it feels unresponsive Button bashy, and no, it's never worked for me. Mm. I mean, when if you're like running and gunning and you finish them off with a punch, that feels fine. Yeah, but if you get into a proper hand to hand, there's no parry. The no. dodge, the only dodge is like a complete roll out of the way. Yeah, which is a bit overkill. Yeah, there, needs there to is a triangle dodge, but it just doesn't seem to do anything if it doesn't fit the animation that they're currently in. No. That's that's one of two gripes I have with Uncharted so far. Yeah. I haven't read about that in any of the reviews, to be honest. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anyone complain about the fighting. And I thought perhaps it was because I just played Mad Max, Mad Max, where it's um, it's just fist fighting, but it feels so good and feels so satisfying and solid. Whereas Uncharted, it just feels a bit sort of limp and unresponsive. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. other issue with Uncharted is seems quite bloated quite long the cutscenes yeah it is at the start to be fair but it does cut down vastly I, th- I thought that might be the case and I am still very near the beginning although I feel I've watched as much as I've played yeah at the beginning you do yeah definitely I agree with that but it didn't bother me at all didn't it well, I, no but I, I know what you're getting at to be fair I get mm. what you're saying yeah I'm not sure how long the cutscene where I realised I was watching for so long, I just thought, oh God, I haven't, I've been sat here for ages, I haven't played anything. Mm. It's just like, well, it's just cutting in it, and I've got a little bit bored. Was that the one when you met Sam? That was quite a long one. I can't remember now. I honestly zoned out a little bit when I was watching it. But the game's good. It's, yeah. it's classic Uncharted, apart from the fighting, the shooting feels good. Yeah. I've turned off all the auto-aiming which I don't think you could do in the other games. I turned it all off, yeah. All these issues, whatever they're called off. It, I did it mainly because 
otherwise when I go into the multiplayer I'm going to get rinsed yeah I need to be tighter when I go in there and I'm going to yeah. go in there because it's going to be good fun yeah but so far so good it's the most beautiful game it's stunning yeah it is a really good looking some parts you just seem to come out around a corner or out to you know a cave or whatnot and they, you're just looking and you just photo mode <laughs> yeah Oh, a bit disappointed with photo mode as well. It's got the same sort of one as um, set up as um, Lord of the Rings. But the Shadow of Mordor one? Yeah. The no, no, photo it's, mode. It's not as good. I don't think the Shadow of Mordor one was very good, to be honest. You can't you can't get too far away from the character in, in um, Uncharted. You click you into the photo mode field. and you can go left and you can go right of him and up and down, but he's always in frame. You can't, like... Get him out of shot. You can take him out of the shot though if you just remove character. Oh, can you? I didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> can you just remove characters? Oh. I, I, nothing's come close to Drive Club's photo mode yet. I think Mad Max's was good, but it could done with tire, tire camera control. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank should have had one. That would have been really, absolutely stunning. I, think, I don't see how you can make a game now that doesn't have it. Yeah, I don't understand why people aren't. Including them in all the games, but yeah. yeah. Uncharted, but, uh, back to Uncharted, we're getting off topic. Yeah, I was just going to kick back onto Uncharted, but um, when you get to where I are, I am, sorry, it just, it's just snap happy. <laughs> just too much to take photos of. How far are you, with no spoilers? I mean, the first, I mean, Madagascar, which is after Scotland, just, you know, driving around, basically, that's all right. I it's fantastic. I'm in Scotland. And just a tip for if anyone does listen to this, when they're in mid-conversation, sometimes stop the Jeep and jump out. You won't miss any conversation because they're like, oh, and they're not going to say what they say, and then you'll get back in and they'll continue the conversation, but it's what they say when you just kind of like ignorantly get out and walk off while they're in talking to you, <laughs> and then you get back in and they have a nice sarcastic response as well, and it's just brilliant. It just makes me think like it's just masterful writing by Naughty Dog, you know, and coding. Mm. To even expect people to do that, you know, like in most games, they just carry on talking and get quieter and quieter as you walk away. But they actually stop and start, you know, and the conversation changes until you return. And then it's like, where were they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really, really good. Like they've done it. Cool. I don't want to try that. I've not got to that bit yet. Yeah, when you get to that, it's just oh, it's it's quite daunting. N- not because like, not daunting as in oh, you've never seen such huge expanses, but in the enchanted, you're like oh, this is a lot to take in because you kind of your mind kind of sets itself as if to say, well, yeah, Uncharted's like corridor shooter basically with a bit of traversal to mix it up, and you know what I mean. Yeah, but this is like vast. Yeah, I've noticed that already. There's like different, a lot of different routes to get yeah. where you're going. To the point where I've been a bit lost at points. I've been like, um, I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. Yeah, you kind of run down one side of the valley, like you'd say, like in Italy, and then you run back up the other side in case you missed a treasure. <laughs> well, I've, I think I've decided to give up on treasures. I haven't. I'm just, I'm really taking my time on it because I'm trying to. F- just find as much, enjoy as much of it as I can and do what I always do in Uncharted because I am Nathan Drake, a treasure hunter. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm playing it how like I expect him to be. I'm, I am looking all the next one, trying to find the treasure, not because I'm thinking, I want that trophy. 
but I'm doing it because I'm trying to immerse myself in the Nathan Drake experience, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I want to try and find these treasures, and at the end, you know, I, yeah, it's nice bragging rights to say, yeah, I found, you know, X amount out of 100 and whatever it is in there. And it is a nice bragging right, but at the same time, I'm doing that because that's the way I think Nathan Drake would be. He would be, like, clambering around, you know, is your treasure under there? Yeah, maybe. So, and Because uh, I know when I play it the second and third time, I will kind of rush through it. So I want to take my time and try and find all the little hidden passages and caves and climbing sections on my first playthrough. Second and third. I mean, I'm just trying to enjoy the story and play it. Yeah. Like, um, react to everything. I'm not... I'm, made a conscious decision not to get bogged down in hunting around for treasures because it does yeah. kind of slow things down yeah, I, I don't want to rush through it but I, I want to not get distracted because I feel like in Mad Max I've got completely distracted that game has taken way too long for me to finish yeah. because I'm I'm clearing out maps like sections of the map fully before yeah. I feel like I can move on I mean I've done things in Mad Max where like you unlock bits of the car that you can upgrade and I've unlocked things at the end of like say that you go into the wheel section there's like loads of wheels and you can unlock mm -hmm. them at certain stages and somehow I've unlocked wheels right at the very end and and the ones in the middle are still locked because <laughs> I've collected so much stuff and explored so much map stuff that my story missions have fallen behind oh. So, <laughs> I've kind of broken the game a little bit. <laughs> but I'm, I'm loving it. But I'm, I'm completely... Mad Max is... I've stopped. I'm all about Uncharted at the moment. Yeah. Because it's... I want to enjoy it fully. The, what, the best thing I think about this Uncharted is... The stealth, so far. The stealth is super... Yeah, I've just... I've just before we started recording this, I just cleared out um, a bit... I took everyone out by stealth. I know I don't have to go stealthy, but I do because I feel that they've now... I mean, people are going to moan again, like they did with The Last of Us, that Sam and... Um, what's his name? Sully walk around in plain sight. Yeah. You know what I mean? The enemies can see them. But I don't mind that. Yes, it might break your immersion a little bit, but yeah, I don't mind it because at least then you're not thinking, oh, the fucking guy, are Yeah. <laughs> I mean... They've ruined it. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But um, it, I just love the fact that, you know, I can try and clear all these guys out knowing that as soon as I take the first guy out, they're not all going to turn on me and I've got to have a massive firefight. Mm. They've just nailed it so far. I mean, it could, something could happen later in the game, but so far I've just thoroughly enjoyed just taking out, like, so nine out of the ten guys and the tenth one, I've just hopped on him and jumped, knocked him out from above or, you know, I've had to fire around off because he's caught me, but it's just brilliant change of pace. That's what you need from, from Uncharted. Yeah, and so far, where I'm up to, it actually feels it gen it's a f I've always liked Uncharted and I've always felt like the adventure games and that, but this is the one. It really does feel like an Indiana Jones movie, this one. It yeah. really does. It's quality, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. Have you um uh, been tagging people when you've yes, been stealthing? Yeah, that's, that's good, isn't it? I I know about that. Brilliant addition, of, um, brilliant, brilliant addition, that is. Yeah. Apparently, I was thinking, you can't do myself, it on crushing. You are? You can't do it on crushing. Can't, yeah. No. Well, that's fine. It's like in um, Last of Us where you couldn't, that see through walls ability or whatever it was. Yeah, you can turn all that off, can't you? Yeah, well, you couldn't do it in the very hardest difficulty level. It was no. more realistic, and like in this, you can't. 
because what you can do in Uncharted, if anyone doesn't know, is you can you can aim your gun at them and click in the left stick and it tags them so you constantly know where they are with an arrow pointing to them on screen all the time. Yeah. Just a little discreet tiny arrow and you can tag everyone so you, you can just keep track of them while you're sneaking about. I did think when I first saw that, I did think like, that's class, but I did think it doesn't feel right in the game mm. because it feels like he should have some sort of sci-fi tech with him to have that ability. Yeah. But, um, and I know like, obviously they've said this is the last Uncharted game, which is fair enough, you know, and obviously I think we'll have a Last of Us 2 next, but I would love to see them make something like siphon, not the siphon filter game, but something similar to that, like secret agents or spies, mm. the way they've got the combat down in this and the stealth, but obviously they need to work on the hand-to-hand combat. But the way you can take the people out with the stealth and the rope and the guns, and I just think, oh, God, you know, if they could get the hand-to-hand combat better, it could be something to rival like the original Arkham game. Well, yeah, that's what it needs to do. Just rip that off. Everyone needs to rip that off. It's the best combat system Yeah, out there. It's fantastic. It is, and it's so simple. But the market created that a long time ago, but not in the same vein with that you'd get in a circle... And all your enemies would have a symbol above the head, and that would be the symbol to attack those enemies. And you'd have a block, and that was it. And it was good. It was perfect. It worked so well on the marker cray. It sounds good. It did. It worked really well. It works in Mad Max as well, because that's the same as the Batman games. It's exactly yeah. the same. I think I'm going to pick that up probably after Christmas. You, you would love it. Cars and Batman, and like a Batman style game with cars. Yeah. Awesome. That's a beautiful yeah. game as well. But overall, so far, I know that I haven't finished. I'm not probably not close to finishing yet. But so far, Uncharted's just been nothing short of exceptional. Yeah, been really good. I can't wait to jump into multiplayer, but I want to finish the one player, the single player first. Yeah, I've got to finish the campaign at least once. Have you? Um, do you know anything about multiplayer? I've not seen, I've not read or seen I anything about it. The beta was good, but I didn't like some of the perks and stuff. The felt Alpha Perrod. Is there still the co-op thing? It's not in there yet. I think it's coming, but it's not in there yet. I've, I was thinking about this as I played. I think most of the game I've played so far, there's been me and another character on the screen. Yeah. Why? Why isn't it just co-op? The whole game. Yeah. I think Naughty Dog doesn't have that. I think they know that it would it would take something away from the game, and I, I think it would. Mm, Nate's know. adventure. No one wants to play Uncharted as Sam or Sully. It's yeah, Nate's right. adventure. But they could do bits online, just little sections of the game. Because I expected them to change characters at certain points, but they haven't so far, and I'm glad they haven't. Yeah, you are always Nate, aren't you? Yeah. I thought for a minute earlier I was going to be somebody else and it I wasn't yeah it does feel like that at points mm. but yeah I'm glad they haven't done, gone down that route personally yeah well we'll keep playing and we'll keep uh, keep talking about it more next week I'm sure yeah definitely should be tied up by um, Sunday to be fair I should be finishing that you reckon by Sunday yeah I'm apparently sure. it's like 16 hours long well, there's a trophy for finishing it in 6 hours I was there. <laughs> I've not looked at the trophies. I don't want to be distracted. I want to just no. I heard a rumor there was one, so I looked at it, and um, it's just there, and then it's not hidden. It's completely game in six or hours or less, 
And there's two hidden trophies I read about in Eurogamer, which are absolutely just hats off to Naughty Dog for what they've done. Absolutely hats off. What is it? What are they? Tell me. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Spo- uh, spoilers for anyone who might want to not know what these are, but I'm gagging. Well, there's one trophy called Stage Fright. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember at E3 when the game crashed? Oh, yeah. And you got stuck. When you get to that section of the game, you just have to leave Nate standing there for 30 seconds and you get a trophy called Stage Fright. <laughs> it's basically related to the fact it crashed at E3. And then there's another trophy. It's something to about a Ubisoft um, dev or executive said the once about summit dishonestness. And it's reference to all these people saying, oh, yeah, everybody likes Nathan Drake. He's a really nice guy, but let's not forget, he kills a thousand men in every video game he's in. Yeah. So, like, this trophy, the the description is a, is a, a relation to that, like, you know. That little, yeah. Yeah, they're basically poking fun at themselves, saying, yeah, he's a nice guy, but, yeah, he just, just he's a mass murderer. <laughs> And they're getting a lot of credit uh, from a lot of sites and that, you know, for acknowledging it. Neil Druckmann just seems to be on fire. He is a good and he's just done perfect wrong. Yeah, and I mean, I know like, we was kind of tying it up on the talk, but the reworked theme is absolutely stunning on the intro. When you eventually get to the intro. Yeah. I thought the reworked theme was great. The music when you're in combat and sneaking around is absolutely... Oh, Brilliant! It's what I am quite tempted to pick up the soundtrack. It's so polished, isn't it? The whole game oh, is so polished. Yeah, I mean, God knows how much it costs Sony to make. Probably hundred million plus. You reckon? Your most games cost seventy-five plus now, don't they? Do they? Yeah, the triple A games. That's what they're saying. It's just too expensive. It's too expensive a game. Let me know. The one they've got on mobile. They're going to make them money easily, aren't they? And it's going to sell a lot of systems. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just oh. it looks, it just it's jaw-dropping. I won't, I won't say like the gameplay isn't setting any new bars, not by any means. No, it's yeah. the same old, same it's old. Just, it's your pretty much standard combat. The, the weapons do feel a bit meaty, you know. I'll say that, and um, they feel a bit a lot better. Like one headshot killed someone now at last, um, yeah. and you know it's not going to get any awards for that, but it's the little. Things like when you can reach out instead of jump into each ledge, if you can reach it and touch it, he generally just stretch and just pulls himself onto it. Yeah. The animations of the, the characters is, oh, it's brilliant. And the facial animations at certain points looks amazing in the cutscenes. Yeah, and um, this is going to be a weird thing to say, but the hair, all their hair looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the clothes, yeah. the jackets and things, just the way they're animated and detailed, it's... Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're geeking out a little bit because we have an understanding of what it takes to make that work. Yeah. But it's so impressive. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with them. Um, I know I'm well, talking yeah, about I the next game, but... God knows what they're going to do with The Last of Us 2 to, you know, how good that game is going to look and then... If they do it, I mean, they could do a whole new IP... I mean, that would be brilliant. I would prefer that because I just think The Last of Us as a standalone is exceptional. But a bit of me wants to see that world recreated on PlayStation 4 Tech. Only I was going to let them let that drop. Anyway, are they how much money that made for them? What did it sell? Seven? No, it was 10 plus million units when it came out on the PS4, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. Really I think it's got to the point now where I'd be more excited about a Naughty Dog game than a new like Mario 
Oh, uh, well, yeah, obviously I'm going to be like that, but yeah. The, the same as Remedy, really. I know I don't own the Xbox anymore, but I always get excited to see what they're working on. I don't know. I mean, if, if I don't know what I'd pick between like a new Zelda and a new Naughty Dog game, that'd be tough. It'd be Naughty Dog all day for me. Not because, I, you know. Well, yeah, you don't have that connection with Zelda, but. No, I get that. But true gamers have. No. <laughs> no, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> Just finish more than you in a week than you do a year. <laughs> you do get through a lot. I have to wait at this. I haven't this year, to be fair. I haven't even reached double figures yet this year. I keep meaning to play more Tropico 5. I'm not going to bother with that. I've done it, put it in the library, but I'm not going to play that. I'm looking for, I want to get into that. But honestly, Mad Max is. is oh, I've got to just concentrate on the story and forget the side quests. That's what I've got to do. I will pick that up at some point, Mad Max, but it's not. Um, it's not a priority at the moment. I did try um, Hoops. You like it? Yeah, I did. It was good. It's good, isn't it? I spent all my time when I'm playing the football one, hitting it over the bar. Yeah. And now I'm playing Hoops. I can't seem to get it high enough it to get it in the Yeah. Sport <laughs> smaller as well, isn't it? Yeah. This is the Rocket League we're talking about now, for anyone who's yeah. not uh, catching the keeping up. Because <laughs> we didn't say that. But yeah, the new Rocket League map, which is a basketball one instead of a football one. It's really good fun. Mm. And having said me and you were going to hit that hard, I've hardly been on it. Since season, since season two started, I've hardly been on it. This is a shame. Yeah, I, I've been on it quite a bit compared to what I did last time, but when the games start rolling out, it's hard to keep up with it, isn't it? And to me, I'm never going to be as competitive as a lot of the good players on there, but I like the fact that I can dip in it, in and out of it now and then, and just, you know, I can probably just, like I say, jump on it, have about... Six, seven games, enjoy my night and then turn it off. Yeah. You know. And it's one of the games you can pick up a play with friends at any time. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it's quality. I think we've exhausted our chat there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the We Didn't Go Out podcast. Uh, we try to be weekly, but it's uh, not always easy. We're both full-time workers. <laughs> um, but uh, you can catch us on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Hulse Davis at DavePons82. We have a We Don't Go Out Twitter account, which is at We Don't Go Out. Same for the Tumblr and the Instagram. And we have a website, which is, of course, We Don't Go Out.com. Uh, catch us at all those locations. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, that'd be fantastic. And we'll catch you next time. talking about amiibos. <laughs> Thanks.